A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you what MJF said about Tony Khan and CM Punk after Dynamite went off the air. We've got a backstage update on the Elite's return to AEW. AEW sort of confirmed a London show last night. And Triple H wants a new talent signing thing. Ooh, this is the news. It is, it is the news, and he's Phil and I'm Andy. Uh, <laughs> MJF, he's been doing some talking after last night's Dynamite went off the air. He had some rather interesting words now if you want to see the video of this we've put it on the website it's right there baby bottom of the article you'll find it the thumbnail has the word bullshit in it three times in a row it's not <laughs> difficult to find um, but yeah basically he got on the microphone after Dynamite uh, Tony Khan was in the ring and he uh, referenced a lot of stuff I'll go through the I'm not going to read every single part of it because it's quite long um, but he got the mic he said I'm going to get real with you just give me a second no bull no bull no bull everybody give me a minute a lot of bull has gone on lately we all know it however let me make something clear me and you referencing Tony we've been at odds once or twice I'm not going to stand here and act like that's not the case but there's something I take issue with that I've been seeing lately you guys think you're wrestling fans. Imagine for one second that you had the opportunity to bring your love of pro wrestling out to the world and create an alternative. Would you do it? This man, pretend Phil's Tony Khan, um, this Wait, man right here, yeah, busts his ass week in, week out to give, to not just give you, but all the boys in the back an opportunity to show how much we love pro wrestling. Uh, he continues a bit talking about like, we, we risk our lives every week, uh, and we don't take that lightly. Uh, what I damn sure don't take lightly is somebody coming into my company, dropping their trousers, and taking a dump. That sh- ain't happening no more. So he, he continues kind of putting over Tony. Who could he be talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder. <laughs> is it maybe Brandon Cutler? Uh, he, he puts Tony over a bit more, talks about AEW as an alternative, and then he brings it back and mentions the bidding war of 2024. All the storyline stuff. I'm going to win the belt in full gear. Uh, it's a pretty clear reference to CM Punk this, isn't it? Quick, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not really veiled. Um, and I think... Of all the, you know, maybe not of all, because I'm sure people, like, we're not privy to backstage relationships and stuff. But MJF has more of a reason than most to be upset with this bloke, given that this press scrum completely took the shine away from his big return at All Out. Yeah, it was a little bit harsh, that, wasn't it? But it's, uh, I mean, this makes sense. It's, hopefully, this is, like, the AW locker room reclaiming what they were originally. Like, this is the good place to work, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) It's been ruined by people pulling the pants down and taking craps all over the floor, obviously. (laughs) I hope Punk literally did that. (laughs) It's a literal description of what happened. Well, at least his dog did. One of them. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate, don't blame Larry. Larry's (laughs) suffered enough. 
Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just good stuff from MJF, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's fun. I, I love stuff like this. I always will. Uh, even when like people are like ripping into wrestlers and stuff that I like, yep. I'm into it, man. I just want, I want the popcorn. Just more of this sort of thing. Yeah. Why the hell not? And more promos after the show goes off air. Less pooping on the They're floor. They're always really good. They just do more of it because it's just fun. It is it's always stupid. fun. Dark show, dark match stuff. Like, just promos. It's good. Yeah. Always good. Um, but moving over, well, not moving over, staying with AEW for a bit. We've got a bit of a backstage update uh, about the Elite's return at Full Gear. Obviously, it was announced uh, last night that they are going to be going up against Death Triangle in, uh, for the trio's titles. And that was announced after Death Triangle beat AR Fox in top flight. And Pat cut a bit of a promo about it. And then sort of the graphic appeared. Uh, and then their faces did the sort of fade in onto the sort of graphic poster. And that was announced for Full Gear what we kind of all expected. Um, and the update is from Fightful Select, um, basically saying that uh, this was the plan all along, from when they started doing the um, the little vignettes with the sort of fade-outs and things like that, and we're just going to keep them off TV and run it through to Full Gear and have the big return at Full Gear itself. Um, and it kind of makes sense in terms of like how there's not a lot else you could do to build to this match, I don't think, other than the Elite are returning. We've not yeah. seen them since September the 4th when they got suspended because of all the all-out, fallout, brawl-out stuff. Um, and yeah, the match is going to be absolutely amazing and I assume they're going to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think this is a nice little week. Uh, try and pop a nice little buy rate, aren't they? Um, you you want to see the Elite come back? We're not going to do it on TV, we're going to do it on the pay-per-view. Yeah. So they've pre-announced it, uh, they got a pop when they revealed the when they revealed them on the opposite side of the graphic, I think that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I think about the match Ooh. itself when we get to our questions. There later you in the go. Video. But yeah, uh, I'm just kind of happy to have them back, and I hope that Punk is back in wrestling somewhere as well. I enjoy all of these people too much to see them not work. Absolutely. Basically. So there we go. Um, speaking of things that don't work, uh, the announcement for the UK show was a bit damp <laughs> last night, wasn't it? It was a little bit. So last week, uh, AEW announced via Tony Schiavone that they were coming to the UK and that they were going to make an announcement on this week's show. Well, te technically they did make the announcement, but there wasn't much meat on these bones. It's like, hey, we're going to London. What date? <laughs> sometime in 2023. Uh, Larry's back on there. Uh, sometime in 2023, but there's no date or no venue or anything like that. So yeah, I, I, I was hoping for a little bit more, admittedly. Uh, hopefully we get that soon. But hey, look, they're coming to the UK and... Uh, Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do something around that as well. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll see you there. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll be doing lots of things around that show. Um, yeah, we were kind of hoping for a little bit more meat on the bones, like you say, like an actual date or like how many shows we're doing or whether it's going to be a special show or a dynamite or like basically any information other than a big word, London. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a post box, Big <laughs> yeah. Ben or whatever, Hi. because of London things. <laughs> um, but it's great news that they've finally come to the UK. Yeah, absolutely. We've been waiting for this for a long time. So, yeah. yeah man. Get off your asses and do a proper announcement. Let us know what it's going to be. Give us it next Damn week. It. Or I'm going to talk about it on a video. <laughs> and be a bit disgruntled. Yeah, be like two out of ten disgruntled. <laughs> not mad, not angry, just like, ah. Just, ah, oh, this is annoying. Ah. Ah. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black what if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Um, but Triple H, <laughs> he wants to sign more people to WWE, and that people uh, is Matt Cardona, obviously. <laughs> that people, that people <laughs> is Matt Cardona. So this is coming from Give Me Sport and WrestleVotes. Uh, best reporting that Triple H has been uh, a big fan of basically what he's done since his release back in 2020. All the independent stuff he's done and the sort of change of character and the incredible GCW <laughs> he's been on. It's been absolutely brilliant. So we've got a tweet from WrestleVotes that I'll just read out. Um, it just says, I've heard because of what he's done on the indies that Hunter is a fan of his. Cardona is not shy about being a lifelong fan, and Hunter likes people that don't shy away from growing up in this business. Mm. Hunter would 100% take Matt Cardona back, but I don't know if that offer has been extended. Uh, now, obviously, there's more to this, because obviously there's been a lot of rumours surrounding Chelsea Green and WWE as well. Um, obviously, the wife of Matt Cardona, just in case you didn't know. Um, so I've got another tweet from Reservoir, just saying, if he comes in with Chelsea Green, I don't know. I, don't, I know he really wants Chelsea back. Specifically, I know Shawn Michaels loves Chelsea Green, so if they want her, you would think that they kind of make a two-for-one offer. Like, we'll take both of you guys if you want. one salary. (laughs) One salary, damn it. But you both get to work. Um, So, yeah, Matt Cardona is also kind of getting in on the action a little bit just by tweeting out a picture of him as Zack Ryder with the Internet Championship, like you do. He likes to wind people up. But he has said multiple times in the past that if he does go back, he like, Zack Ryder's dead, he wants to come back as Matt Cardona, damn it, because that's, I mean, that's who he is now, and that's much more profitable for him in the long run. Um, But I really like this. Matt Cardona's been on a hell of a tear since leaving uh, in 2020. He's had a great run. His GCW stuff was absolutely brilliant. Uh, They're both free agents now that are the impact contract so who the hell knows this could happen yeah yeah I did, I did part of me the phrasing of, of the, the wrestle votes thing with give me spoiler there a two for one deal <laughs> like, yep. uh, it's like a <laughs> special offer or whatever because uh, they're obviously like I know this wasn't intended but they're obviously both extremely talented 
talented and all that uh, and you could bring them in independently and they'd probably do a great job but yeah. together they're probably going to be awesome as well uh, Matt, Matt Cardona's GCW stuff what's some of my favourite pro wrestling of 2021 yeah uh, just like there's something special in pro wrestling when you have an invader that everyone hates in a home turf going against the home turf guy who they absolutely adore. It's timeless, it's simple, and he leaned into it 100%. Especially in the style that he did at the yeah. sports entertainer going up against the hardcore guy. It's, it's brilliant. In GCW as well, yeah. where the crowd is so rowdy <laughs> and it has that kind of outlaw energy to it. I think that that stuff ruled and I've been a big fan of pretty much everything he's done since then. The interview he did with us is fantastic. I will pop a link somewhere, but go watch that. Yeah, man. So, great stuff. Uh, I love Matt Cardona. I love Chelsea Green. Uh, I want nothing but the best for them. Absolutely. I would be interested to see how Matt Cardona, the persona, translates onto WWE, though, because you can't really do the same shtick as he did in GCW. Yeah. He doesn't really work that way around. He needs to reinvent himself again, but he's proven himself quite adept at that throughout the years. So, shouts to Matt Cardona. Cardona and Chelsea Green doing good things, doing good things. Speaking of good things, we went to the YouTube community for our uh, questions today. We're going to do that once or twice a week. Just mix it up. Some of you guys don't like Twitter. Some of you guys aren't on Twitter. Uh, I often don't like Twitter and often consider not being on it myself. Uh, But then the other half of the time, I really enjoy it. But, you know, it's all over the place, just like my general thought processes. Uh, But our (laughs) first question today from YouTube comes from Ashley. Uh, he says, firstly, thank you for keeping me company during the early days of motherhood and maternity leave. No, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your support and everyone out there. Uh, secondly, most fans agree that Tony Khan needs to cut, cut, cap. I can't do words. It's like the butterfly. Cut, cut, cap. Cap, cut, cap. Cap the talent he signs and refocus on the talent he has not utilized enough on the roster. Um, but who would you like to <laughs> <Miro>. see? <laughs> we were just talking about this in the office, me and Michael this morning. Like, where's Miro? What's going on? Uh, but who would you like to see as one last surprise pop, either at Full Gear or Winter is Coming? So yeah, if Tony Khan's going to wrap it up, maybe make a few less signings, who would you bring in as one last hurrah, babies? I think we both have the same idea for this we one. Do. I think we do. I'll let <laughs> you do it. And it's a certain incredibly talented Tasha Banks. Uh, like, we've not been talking about her signing for anyone enough recently. It's kind of, you kind of have to. I think doing things on the women's division side of things is a much better idea than doing it on the men's side, which is incredibly bloated and full. But adding a Sasha Banks to that women's division would improve it no end. Yeah. Uh, like, the amount of matches that you could have, the um, sort of talent that she has on offer to, like, teach other people as well. Uh, I think she'd be invaluable. And yeah. and she's also a massive draw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At the same time. Exactly. Like, Sasha Banks is the, the first... It's, for me, like it would be the biggest and the best that you could because really, he's not signing Roman Reigns. <laughs> like yeah. you know, he's not bringing in The Rock, yeah. for example. You're not getting um, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no. So like this, that that's the one that would pop everyone. I'm gonna go with one that would pop the nerds, Hello. right? It would pop pop the dorks among us. Chris Hero, why not? Hey, why not? There you go. If the Blackpool Combat Club are gonna go their separate ways at some point, and they might after this pay per view, who knows? Uh Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio. Oh man, us Chikara Ring of Honor dogs. Like a lot of people are gonna be like, why are these two guys here? Not us nerds, we know. We've been in the game a long time. Uh, Dark Returns would like to know. Uh, so even as a fan, I'm not sure how I want the Elite to return. Do they go back for the titles? Do they go somewhere else? Uh, do they acknowledge anything that happened? I'm really curious about your opinions on this. How would the two of you book the Elite's return? So this was obviously before the announcement of the match, yes. but we can take it from there. I think it's quite interesting to consider. For me, I'm, I'm just I'm just having them win the title, man. I'm just having them win the belts, and then I'm going with whatever the plan was for them after all out because you've obviously had to rewrite a bunch of content 
like stories and stuff in between now and then, I feel like you could probably slot whatever was planned for after the show quite easily into this. Yes, I imagine so. Just pick up kind of where you left off. Um, yeah, I think they need to win it. I don't think Death Triangle... I, I mean, I love Death Triangle. The matches and stuff like themselves, absolutely fantastic. Love them as a group, but I don't think like as champions they've really done anything, yeah. but they've also not really been booked to do anything with the belts. They've just kind of been there. Yeah. Uh, so a refocus on the trio's titles. Um, under the Elite. Whether they reference anything that happened, I have no yeah. idea. I reckon they'll get some sly references in there. Some little digs here also, there. Like, I don't know, I wouldn't lean on it too heavily. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think it would have been... Um, I think it would have been quite healthy for, you know, when Tony Khan made his first announcement about uh, on the first time of afterwards. It would have been quite healthy to go after incidents that occurred or whatever rather than just going... We've stripped them of the belts. Like, yeah. maybe reference it a little bit because now we've reached the point where not making it part of the storyline has become so deeply ingrained that it would be very difficult to suddenly go, hey, we were suspended, guys, yeah. or whatever. Um, so it's really tricky to know how to leverage that. But for me, I would probably do the same. I would just go, hey, like the odd little funny dig here and there. Yeah, but otherwise, let's just move on yeah. away from this. I'm ready, man. I'm just ready for them to wrestle again yeah. uh, at this stage. And also, it's got nothing to do with the Elite, but I'd split pack up from Death Triangle and have him go on an absolute or, tear yeah. on his own as the lone <laughs> bastard just tear through up to the yeah. everyone and get him to the goddamn main event. And they have been teasing that yeah. over the past couple of months. So, hey, maybe that's coming too. Uh, our final question. Fun one here. Bit of a Friday feel about this one. Uh, it comes from Thomas Head. He says, Good morning, Andy, and the Saturday Iron Man Phil. Asking again, asked this question before. If the what culture team was the bloodline, who would be the tribal chief, the wise man, the hot headed one, the chill one, the street champion, and the honorary oose? I acknowledge you as the ones who get my day started. So I like this a lot. We'll, we'll bounce it back and forth. All right. Um, well, let's start with Wilborn, who is obviously the Sandman yeah. of the group. I, I think that's quite <laughs> straightforward. Isn't let's it? just get that uh, one out of the way. He is one the honorary oose. Yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. He is the one. Um, Miller head of the table? Yeah, well, Miller's obviously the head of the table. Uh, he's the only one with shoulders big enough to bear that load. Yes. Uh, so he's the Roman Reigns of the group. Um, so I feel like the Usos need to be the, the Dadley the Dadley boys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because they've got a different dynamic, they've got a different vibe, they've got the fired up one and the quiet one. You can fantasy book which one's which in <laughs> yep. your thing. Uh, <laughs> Figure out yourselves which one hates Wilbon and which one doesn't. <laughs> Who's turning, who's not, all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're the Usos for sure. Uh, that leaves us. So that means I'm either the, the solo Sokoa or Paul Heyman. I got Paul Heyman because I talk a lot of crap. Fair enough. I guess that leaves me a solo Sokoa then. Yeah. <laughs> the street champion, Phil Chambers. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm the tough one. <laughs> I'm the enforcer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul, man, like, he's bald. He's bald. Like, I'm not wise is the yeah. difference there, I guess. But, yeah, we both talk a lot of rubbish. We have funny bit. facial expressions <laughs> now and then. <laughs> Why not? Let us know in the comments what you think. Who, who are you, how are you fantasy booking us as uh, the bloodline? But, hey, thank you for joining us today. Back to Twitter for the questions tomorrow. It's Friday. We get stupid. I'll do a thread tonight. It'll be great. We'll have fun. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Phil at PhilMyChambers. And you can follow Andy at Follow me. It's Andy H. Murray. Uh, the H stands for Hey. Some good news about Jake the Snake. He's off the oxygen. He's back at work at AW. Good for him. Glad he's doing better. Glad he's happier, healthier. Yeah. Jake, go. Bye. <laughs> go, Jake. Go, Jake. Go. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.